Hey everybody, this is Erica and Brian. We are the DCL Dorks. Hello. Again, we started this podcast because all of our friends grew tired of hearing about how much we love Disney cruising. So now you get to hear us. People who care, yeah. One of the questions that we get asked a lot together and separately is what is it about Disney cruising that makes you guys want to go? Why is it that we want to go there again and again and again? Today, Brian and I are going to have a list off. That's right. That's right. We both uh, wrote down our top five or maybe six things that we felt sets DCL apart from other cruise lines. Absolutely. When the releasing of the Disney Wish, a lot of people are getting a lot of buzz about Disney Cruise Lines. And so we're here to answer some of those questions. Keep them coming. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. And we're going to head it off. And I'm going to let Brian go first and let you be sheltered. No, you are, because I've got six. So. You've got six? Yeah, so oh. I should go first and then I can end oh. as well. So oh. I'm going to start with uh, just it's a, it's a small little detail that Disney does. A that small some people... wonder? Would you say a small wonder? A small wonder? No, I'm going to say pixie dust. The little small, extra little pixie dust that Disney does that I don't think other cruise lines did. Just a little story. I never cruised with Disney until I met Erica, and she had uh, uh, two kids that she brought to our relationship. So it was never something I ever considered. But when I my first cruise that I went with her, the kids, we I was entrenched into Disney. I found all the things that Disney did differently than other cruise lines that I had been on uh, as a single person. Uh, and so I'm going to kind of give you the list of things that uh, brought Disney to the forefront of my mind because I had never uh, experienced it before. So I hope uh, he uses his special phrase that he, when he talks about it, I can't wait for it. I'll let you know when it's coming. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, my, I think just throughout the ship, you hear the Disney music playing. It's very subtle. It's not like it's not in your face constantly. So as you're walking up the stairs, you know, through the, the different decks, even down the hallways of, of the staterooms, you'll hear Disney music playing you'll hear and it's usually like instrumental type a lot of stuff it's very you know just very you know just kind of in the background you see it and it doesn't play all night so if you have fear that I'm going to be sleeping in my stateroom and 11 p.m I'm going to hear you know I'm going to hear super califragilisticexpialidocious playing in the background no they shut the music off after a certain time at night but during the day when you're walking about the ship you just kind of hear that song you're like it's Oh, I know that song. You know, it just kind of it just kind of brightens your day. I think that's a good one. I like those little extra touches. To your point, not on my list, but an excellent. I would give it an asterisk on my list. I agree. It's not like muzag. It's not very general. It's not in your face. Right. Uh, one thing that I guess is probably my number one is that it can be as much Disney or as little Disney as you want it to be. Right. And I think that is very important for people like you, whenever you were on your very first Disney cruise, that it wasn't overwhelmingly Disney. It well, was not all bright. Most people think that when you said that you went on Disney cruise, they think that there's going to be characters constantly in your face. You're going to be exposed to cartoon all the time. No. And loud colors. Yeah. And you're it's as much or as little as you want. And with that, so my number one was the characters. I love going and to see the characters. It's kind of, 
it's kind of my thing. I like to collect them all. When you go to Disney World, and we've kind of made that transition or we're kind of making that transition where we were Disney World people. And as the kids have gotten older, the kids aren't as interested as much in Disney World as they are in Disney Cruising. In fact, we asked them last week, where are we going in 2023? Where is it that you guys want to go? Anywhere. We said we go anywhere. And the first thing out of our 15-year-old's mouth was Disney Cruise. Disney Cruise. Now, I still like going to Disney World. But yes. that that that's me, but the kids seem to be very more towards Disney, you know, doing on the DCL. But so. but there so for the family, we're trying to we're kind of transitioning out. We just went to Disneyland Paris in September of 2022, had a blast. And we're actually going to go to Walt Disney World in November of 22. So I'm, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. But the kid the rides aren't as exciting for the kids as they used to be. Right. But the characters at the parks. You have to wait uh, so long, oh, so no. long. You'll, you'll walk up and say, hey, I haven't seen uh, Goofy in a while or whatever, but oh, look, there's 50 people in line, and oh. I know that he's only going to be there for an hour, so I'll probably never even get through the queue. And you spend so much on the ticket, you don't want to stay in that queue and waste your day. When we were at Disneyland Paris, what was it, 240 minutes to see the princesses at the Princess Pavilion? Oh, right, right. And let alone if you go to and, Magic Kingdom. And how many princesses did we just see on our last cruise? All of them. All of them. And, time. And in probably a 15-minute time yes. frame. Yeah. So in the DCL Navigator, which is the app on your phone, they list all of the character greetings and you can get in line. They usually have them on deck three and deck four, even up to deck five outside preludes. They run you right through it. We're photo pass people, very similar to the photo pass at Walt Disney World. Oh, but we recommend it. always, yes. absolutely. They'll take pictures with your own cameras, but my cameras are not as fancy and the lighting's not as good and and they know what these characters are going to do. So you not only do you get to see the characters in a very short amount of time, they actually interact with you. Oh, most definitely. I think more they interact with you more on the ship yes. than they do uh, you know, at the park. Absolutely. And the nice thing, like you you mentioned it, that they'll have an itinerary. You know, in your your daily, you know what character is going to be there yeah. what time they. Now you may not know what you know you know outfits are wearing, but you'll know what character is going to be there. But you go to the parks, and it, it's it's not as easily accessible. I don't believe I agree. to know when a certain character is going to be where in the park, and you could like want to see what's what's the the character you didn't get to see from uh, Aladdin, Jafar. But Jafar could be on the other side of the park in a half hour you know when you like look and you're just never going to be able to make it but on the cruise ship you can get from one end of the cruise to the other within probably five minutes yeah one thing that you can register for when you do your pre-boarding is they have a princess gathering it's free and we got in line yeah. and we saw tiana and we saw rapunzel and we saw the little mermaid and Belle, I think Belle. And then we saw Belle. Yeah, we saw yeah, Belle was there. Yeah, yeah. And so we got to see them. One princess got in the line for the next one. And it was it was like a reservation system. Again, free included. But there was only going to be so many people at right. that time. So you could move right through the line. Right. And they will tell you there's a cast member always standing at the end of the line if they've closed it. So you know... Uh, next up is going to be so-and-so in 15 yeah. minutes. Chippendale's coming up, and they'll let you know. So this is the end of the line, but if you stay, Chippendale's coming here next. So you're like, all right, I'm going to get right in this line and you know be able to see Chippendale. So that's what I think is, that's my number one thing, why I prefer Disney is, is the characters. Because right. the other ships... 
they're not going to have the characters. Well, hopefully we get through our list a little quicker than that one, because if so, we're going to be here for an hour. Wait, you know what? This could be a longer podcast. Or maybe we're going to do our top three, and Wait, then we'll, we'll do a second part two. Suspense. So my number two, uh, and this is no particular order. It's just what came to my mind. Um, it's just it, Disney brings a higher class of maintenance. They, there's no peeling paint. There's no rust on the side of the ships. You see them whenever they're Spoken parked. Spoken like a true engineer, when, folks. Whenever they're parked at one of the uh, the ports of call, they've got crews on the outside of the ship, either washing down the ship, painting a certain section of the ship. There is not a single rust stain anywhere on any of the the, the cruise ships that within their fleet. Oh yeah. If you walk, if you go at these ports of call, look at one of the other cruise lines that might be you know also parked there. Check the bow of their ship. There's probably going to be some rust coming down on the side of that ship. Disney, they don't do that. The inside is the same as the outside. You go to any of the public restrooms. They are pristine. They, oh, I don't yeah. know that I ever walked into a restroom on a Disney cruise line, a public restroom, and thought that it was dirty. No. They are constantly being cleaned, constantly being checked on. And then the carpeting, the paint, uh, the chrome that's within the... Everything polished, is, is polished and kept to a pristine condition. How would you say that it is? Well appointed. And I'm going to go, I'm going to extend upon what you're on, yours right. and with mine, with my number two, oh. which is the service team. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about all the cast members on staff, uh, from the maintenance squad to the bar servers, to your stateroom attendants. They pride themselves in top-notch service. And while you're, you're the guest, you're paying to be on there. But they are friendly and they genuinely care. These are people that have chosen to spend years away from their families to come to work here and they want to enjoy themselves. And so they're having a good experience. And that's all the way down from the people that do the trivia to a stateroom. And we've made good pals with some of our servers throughout the years. We've learned that. I think their service goes above and beyond, especially for those of you who have worries about dietary restrictions with different allergies and those types of things. They are, take excellent care of those and down, they pinpoint that very clearly and they'll let you talk to the chef, all that. So service team, top notch. So that was your number two? That was my number right, two. Okay. We're going to move on to my number three. The catalog of entertainment that Disney can pull from is unsurpassed by any other entertainment corporation on the planet i believe i mean when we first started you know, cruising i don't believe marvel was under the umbrella but now marvel has been you know brought into the, into the mix you've got disney you've got pixar you've got marvel you go onto the ship between the, the movies that they're showing between the characters that are on board between the the live action broadway style musicals that are happening they can pull from this huge catalog of items the you know and what they're showing on funnel vision they can have all these movies other cruise lines don't have that ability to show that because they don't own the 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 rights to that to that uh, intellectual property so i think the fact that disney can pull from all these different areas it just that's one thing that just kind of blew my mind you can go on some cruise line they might have a great band they might have a, a soleil type of you know thing going on in the in the theater, but Disney has all of these other things that they can pull from that just kind of set them, I think, above others. One of mine on here um, is the Broadway style shows, and so wait, I can throw that in here. 
one of the things about all of the intellectual property that Disney has, whether it's the Marvel, whether it's the the music that they play in the hallway, whether it's the the movies on the Funnel Vision, which is where you sit in the pool and watch the movies, it creates kind of a very familiar environment, comfortable environment, because you're surrounded by things that you know and that you understand. But their Broadway style shows, they have them, depending on the length of the cruise, they have dreams, they have Frozen, they have, but our favorite is Tangled. Yes. They've done a really great job of, they offer them before early seating and late seating, both. So they offer it so that everybody, regardless of what time you're eating, gets a chance to to see the show. And they've condensed the fairy tale or the, the show to 40 minutes. Right. So it's very condensed. Right. So you can, you're not going to get Pascal. He didn't make the cut into the tangle this time, you know, <laughs> but uh, Maximus did. And he's on the whore. He's a little, yeah. you know, they're a little puppeteer. They've condensed it down so that the kids can, they're not going to get squirmy. They're not going to get bored. They're not going to start running around like they would at a, at a movie theater. I think that those are, they're top notch. I've seen Beauty and the Beast on the stage in the full length when they come to town. But definitely, I think those shows are bar none better than any show I've seen on any other cruise. Well, it also works very well with the, the, the early and late night dining because they they understand that people are going to, you know, come out. Uh, if you have the early dining, then uh, you're going to go to the show after dinner. If you have the late dining, you're going to come to the one before dinner. But they, they've condensed it enough that you can do both. Like you can go to the show beforehand and then you can go do your dinner or vice versa. No, I think that's really great. All right. So where are we on? I'm on number four, four I guess. Yes. Uh, now... Like I said, when we first started cruising, uh, we brought the kids with us. That was, you know, kind of the impetus to, to, to go on the cruise. And we brought the kids. So I was able to kind of see some of these kids clubs that they have. Oh, yeah. The Oceaneer Club and the Oceaneer Lab that they have on board. Plus, they have a Vibe and also... The Edge. The Edge. So there's different uh, age ranges. But anyways, you go into these areas... And there, they look like Andy's Playroom from Toy Story. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon. You go into these and they've got, they've recreated certain scenes from Disney movies and they've brought it down to the kids' level. On the cruise ships, the, the deck that all the, the kids' clubs are on, it's about a foot and a half shorter than the other levels of, of the boat. So, so you walk into the kids' zones and, you know, the, the ceiling height is probably, you know, Six and a half, maybe seven feet. So it kind of brings everything down. They've got the central area with the kind of, they've got the huge screen TV and that's where they have maybe some of their dance parties and stuff. And then they got the little, the rooms on the sides that are kind of themed to different areas. So the ability of bringing different entertainment to the kids and making it fun for them, yes. uh, depending on the maturity level of the kid that you've you've brought you can give them the opportunity to either check themselves in and out of the club or you can set it so that you know mom and dad are going to bring them to the club they're going to check them in and they're not going to be allowed to leave unless mom and dad come back and check them out so you can set it up however is comfortable with you and, and your kids and the fact that they've got their little their magic band that they wear on the ship so they use that to check themselves in and out. You set it up for the kids. So it provides a lot of different levels of entertainment for the kids and levels of control for the parents as well. The first time I took the kids on a Disney cruise, it was with my parents. They had the magic bands and I went to go pick up 
my daughter and I said, okay, I'm here for her. They looked at the computer and they knew exactly which portion of which room she was in yeah. based on where what her magic band said. So they could tell me exactly where she was. Also, it's included in the price of the cruise. Yeah. That is key. huge. Key. Yeah. The only thing that isn't included is for the kids that are under three for the It's a Small World Nursery. Also on that cruise, she said, mom, I'm not coming home till late. Pluto's having a pajama party. Yeah. And my God, it was after 1030, almost 11 o'clock at night. She came back to that room. She had Pluto's autograph on a special pillowcase and she had the time of her life and so the kids have always as they've grown and the, they've grown to the new rooms that they they can go now to the edge into the vibe right. um they're really appropriate with them that's terrific well, and the great thing was if you had a younger kid uh, at dinner whatever seating you had whether it was early or late they they take the kids order immediately when you sit oh, down, yeah. and they'll they'll have the kids meal brought out within 10 or 15 minutes of you sitting down so that the the kids can eat and then the the staff of the oceaneers club and lab will come into the restaurant collect the kids that are ready to go because they've already eaten you know within the first half hour of your seating they've eaten they've had their dessert they're ready yeah. to go because the staff sets it up so that they get their meals very quickly so that they can get it go you know off to their club and then the adults and parents can have a enjoyable evening of dinner while the kids are off, you know, playing. So that's, that was a, a key thing that was really a nice little touch that I thought they did. And on the last cruise that we went on in September, the couple that we went with had an 18 month old. When we walked into dinner, his drink was on the table. They were ready to, they brought his food right yeah, out and keep him in a sippy cup. cup everything. Yeah. It was great. They totally catered to that. Yeah. My number uh, four. four. Yeah, I'm going to go with theme nights and my shirt here. If you guys are watching it on YouTube, you can see right here. This is my Pirates of the Caribbean shirt for the Pirates in the Caribbean. And this is the little bandana that they give you the Pirates in the Caribbean. Oh, it's Pirate Night. Jack Sparrow comes out and Captain Hook is there and Mr. Schnee. There's a pirate themed dinner. And then you go up on the pool deck and they do one thing that no other cruise line can do. What's that? <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> they have fireworks at sea. Yeah. That is something that I love fireworks over water. Disney has always had this big pledge for being eco-friendly. They've worked it out They've, that everything is biodegradable. So everything that they're shooting off is is safe for the, the plant life and the and right. the water fish in the sea and everything yeah. yeah it is something that something that you need to experience and i'll tell you what everybody dresses up oh people t talk about pirate night they they live for pirate night i mean yeah they, they'll bring certain costumes just for pirate night we this last time uh we had white t-shirts that we kind of cut up yeah and red and bandanas very, very, very basic very basic you yeah go all out by getting a really fancy costume, you know, like, you know, from your local Halloween store, or you can just, you know, you know, DIY it at home and take a, you know, a, a white t-shirt and kind of cut it up, you know, kind of like a, like a pirate shirt. And we bought some sashes off of, uh, off of Amazon and wore some flip-flops and we were good to go. I, the kids will do that. And also if you don't want to participate, if you do not want to dress up, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to.
it's all good. So there's no judgment whatsoever. They have different themed backdrops for Pirate Night. Picture taken with Jack. I did ask him where the rum was, and he said but I, we couldn't talk about that. I didn't know if he had a hidden stash. All right, so what's next on your list? All right, so we're down to uh, number five now for me. I just think cruise lines in general have very good food. Usually the food is, pr- is pretty good. I think DCL just kind of takes it to that next level. Yeah, certainly in the rotational dining it's up to par with any other ship, but I think it's more when you go out on the pool deck and the options that you have available to you just, you know, during the day when you're on the pool or you're going between one trivia to the next trivia, you can pop up to deck 10 on the magic, or you can grab a burger. You can grab a fish sandwich, hot dog. You can grab a slice of pizza they have, now have shawarma, so like you can have chicken shawarma or beef and lamb shawarma. Just the options that they have available for just the during the day type, I think, are a little higher quality than a lot of other cruise lines. So I'm gonna that's that's my number. For, just as you're like you know, you're sitting on the pool deck, oh, grab a burger. You head down, you grab a burger, you head back to the pool deck. And it's a delicious burger. It is a delicious burger. So one thing is very important. So this is a pro tip or a dork tip because that's what we are. Soda is free on the pool deck. So you can go to, you can take your turbis, take your whatever your mug is, whatever your favorite thing is. In the corner, they have a soda fountain there with Coke products, water, lemonade. You can get milk and coffee tea it's all right there and it's refillable and that's 24 7. also you can get free ice cream uh from from ice cream it's based upon uh mike wazowski from monsters inc right and then they also have daisy's delights which has a variety of different salads i forgot forgot yeah because you've got kind of almost a little a little deli area daisy delights so you have some uh cold cut type sandwiches they usually have two or three hot soups came off our last cruise they've they've introduced uh kind of like bowls, like, you know, almost like ramen type bowls now. So you can like make your own bowl with scallions and peanuts and ramen noodles and the broth of the day. It's, it's fabulous. One thing I would recommend another pro tip dork tip is all the straws that are on the Disney cruise are biodegradable. They do not have plastic straws. So when you bring your turvis or what kind of whatever your cup of choice is, grab a metal straw or a plastic straw so that you can continue to reuse that for your trip. You'll thank me later for that. My number five, and then you'll get to your number six, the guests. I mentioned earlier that I think that the the Disney cruise is a very like calming environment. It's uh, It's a comfortable environment because of all the Disney things. Well, you already have a commonality with these people. Right. Everybody here on the on the ship is about Disney. Whether you're a super fan, whether you are a begrudging family member that is going along, <laughs> chances are you've seen a Disney movie or you've been to a park or something and you already have this commonality. So you can talk to other people really friendly. And we sometimes feel like we want to go out and talk to people and sometimes we don't. We have met some of our very best friends yeah. on Disney cruises and we had did not know them ahead of time. Uh, we've been on cruises with two other couples that we've met and we have traveled with a third couple. So we are, they are definitely lifelong friends and we're so happy to have them. We've met people just playing in trivia. So you can oh. get a group together for trivia I sat there by myself one day waiting for Brian and a woman came up and said, Hey, can I play with you? Sure. She and her husband came down. 
we played we played four other different trivias around the around the ship we would uh, text each other on the navigator app and say hey to, you you want to go do this trivia movie quotes trivia and we would met up and we, we'd go play and i think that is is really friendly also and we'll do another podcast strictly on fish extenders but if with the fe's and you're kind of do as brian said pixie dust we can leave little gifts the fish extender yeah. And you don't see that on any other cruise ship. I no. Believe. I mean, just it's just the the manner of like extending a a, a friendly gesture to yeah. everybody else on the. But it's because I think it's you hold that commonality of Disney and everything that you know brings it. Like you know, you can't go into Disney and not start smiling just because it brings you back to your childhood or brings you back to a, a great movie that you saw that really you know, you know touched you or something. So like they yeah. welcome you yeah. on board welcome brian and erica to the disney magic and they i mean they literally do that like you're a guest on the tonight show and people they applaud right you know so i think that's great uh we met uh, a woman on our transatlantic cruise we met her at the cab stand at our hotel yeah. and we took a we shared a cab to the port and then brian grabbed drinks with her like right. they kept we running into each all, other all week while we we're on the ship we like we we're great yeah. friends and we saw her even afterwards on the cab stand yeah. on the ground. So, so and we're facebook friends now so hi linda yeah. so we're we are so that i think is that i think that's what sets it apart is there's a is the community of people and it's not again overbearing in your face it's just something that you can always talk to people about. Well, and that brings me back to my, I, I forgot to mention with the, the different amount of entertainment as well. You talked about the trivia. We like to do the trivia yeah. a lot. So you go to a trivia, you can have a trivia that's just on Marvel. You can have a trivia that's just on Pixar. You can have a trivia that's on the Disney parks. I mean, it, it's, you, you can have go to five different trivias throughout the day, but all geared around different types of, the Disney catalog. And for those people who aren't Disney people, they have 80s music, 90s right, music. Right, right. They, we did uh, TV shows, which it was all- yeah, TV shows, tune, TV tunes, TV trivia. Tune, yes. So like, you know, the old, those old 80s and 90s, you know, uh, sitcoms that would have that, 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 you know, the that, one, that one, you know, thing, who, who, what, what, what show is this? And it just kind of brings back the memory. Little Hill Street Blues action. Yeah. So they have something for everybody, whether you are a Disney fan or not. Right, right, right. All right. So we're moving on. So bring, I'm on, bring it home. I'm on number six. So I, you know, I gave six. It was an extra. I gave you an extra yeah. one here today. Uh, the thing that blew my mind away when I first came onto the Disney cruise ships was the movie theaters. So you've got the the Broadway style theater, you know, with the huge, you know, you know, with the theater laid out. And you're going to have the Broadway style shows, but also on all the ships, there's a digital movie theater, as if you're like going to your local uh, movie uh, plex, and they're showing movies throughout the day, and of course they they're pulling from the Disney catalog. So, and it's also you know new run movies so there's usually six to ten movies that are being shown throughout your cruise depending on the length of the cruise but if you're if a movie is coming out on uh being released by disney the week that you're on the ship you're going to see it on the ship yeah so you'll see it first run as if you know on a thursday night that thursday night when it's being released in the states you're also going to be able to see it on the ship at the exact same time so that's the other 
form of entertainment and maybe it's 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 almost like a uh uh, a 3B, if you will, <laughs> that it's just an extension of that entertainment envelope that Disney Cruise brings to you that you can like, if you just want to veg out for a movie, they got the popcorn, you can go ahead and get the, bring your popcorn bucket from one of the parks. Dork you buy, tip. Yeah, you buy one of the little, you know, containers from the parks that you refill at the parks, bring that onto the cruise with you. You can get that same refill and save money because you brought the container on, you know, the ship with you. It's so important you to note that the movies are free. The movies are oh, included yes. with it. Right. So you could spend the whole time watching every yeah. single movie, like at the movie theater, yeah. and you don't have to pay for anything. I, and I would say that you go on a ship and you could see there's probably two or three first run movies. So if you yeah. if you didn't go to the theater in the past three or four weeks, because you know Disney releases a lot of movies, so if you haven't didn't go to the movie theater for the last three or four weeks to see that latest Disney, you know, show and save up. You're going to the ship. You can watch three or four brand new movies on the ship while you're there. And now with Onslaught of Disney Plus, you can, they pull from that catalog. So on the last cruise that we went on to in September of 22, we saw Thor Love and Thunder. Right. And we saw the new Pinocchio that would that came out on Disney Plus. We thought, you know what? It'll probably be on the boat. Let's watch it on the big screen instead of watching it on the TV. Right, right. To add to your movies is the in-state room uh, movie selection. So it's like oh, you have Disney Plus, but they have a whole catalog of Disney movies catalog. to pick from. So we yeah. did a Pirates of the Caribbean on this last cruise. Since we were there for 12 days, we watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean right, movies. Right. So when you have a little downtime, you can still keep that Disney feeling going and, and stick with that. Yeah, no, it's great. So we'd love to hear what you think are reasons you think that Disney is better, things that they do outstanding on why you picked a Disney cruise and other questions on why you first timers who are interested in taking a Disney cruise, what other questions do you have? Yeah, and what questions do you have? Like what does Disney do, uh, you know, maybe different than others? Now, you know, there's certain things Disney doesn't have. Disney doesn't have casinos on That is true. They don't have casinos. You know, but, yeah. you know, if that's something that you have to have, you have to have a casino, you know, on your ship, Disney maybe isn't the isn't the the uh, the ship for you. But if there's other things that you want, you know, or any questions about any of the other things, you know, you know, shoot them our way. Yeah. We'll be helpful, you know, ha happy to answer. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. And we are the Disney Dorks, the DCL Dorks, Eric and Brian. See you soon. See you. Bye-bye.